Meet Australia's LGBTQI plus indie old pop darling Maine. Welcome to Queer Conversation Podcast, brought to you by Lotl Media, a show where we discuss all things queer. I am your host, Silke Bader, a publisher and producer in the LGBTQI plus space for the past 30 years. Hailing from Adelaide, South Australia, Maine is an artist to be reckoned with. Reviews for her live show, being compared to Lord and Florence and the Machine Page Court, with her distinct androgynous vocals. Today she released her first single, Breathing Again, of her upcoming 2023 EP. Welcome to Queer Conversation. In the virtual studio with me today is South Australian singer-songwriter Maine. Hi, Maine. How are you? Hello. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you so much for joining us. You are about to release your new single, Breathing Again. You've got an incredible, unique voice. Can you tell us a little bit about what the title of this um, new song is all about? Absolutely. So I wrote this song in March of 2022. I was in LA and I wrote it with an amazing producer and songwriter in their own right called Charlie McLean. And on the day we wrote, I was actually leaving the US after about three weeks there from playing um, South by Southwest and um, doing some writing sessions. And it was the very last day I was flying out that evening. And I was reflecting on the trip and how amazing it was and all the emotions and feelings that I felt having been able to travel for the first time really since the pandemic internationally. Um, And I was also, it was a, a time for me to reflect on what I'd been through over the last three or four years and and that I was finally at a place where I felt like I was, you know, starting to heal a little bit in, emotionally. And um, the song is essentially, you know, an ode to finding that moment of of calm or a chance to catch your breath and I guess find a bit of hope even after it's felt so heavy for so long. One of your earlier songs, My People, is paying tribute to your community. How has your identity influenced your songwriting? Yeah, My People was sort of written for all my nearest and dearest family and friends that I hold so close to me. But being, you know, a, a queer artist, since sort of coming out and and that being known publicly, um, I guess has given me the freedom to write, you know, using the the right pronouns and and being more honest and authentic within myself. So I think for the most part, just I guess being a little bit more honest uh, through my writing and and no not being not needing to hold back in in that sense has definitely influenced the way that I write. You are about to go on tour with. Um, With, with Breathing Again and um, a few others of your songs to the US. And of course, I can't help asking, um, uh, why, why wouldn't you tour in Australia? Good question. <laughs> um, I think when I went to the US last year, I played South by Southwest. Um, I guess 
the US at the time seemed to be sort of a little bit more prospects on performing live. And that's my favorite thing to do as a musician. It's kind of the tip of the, the iceberg. Um, and I'd sort of made that investment. So I've held myself to, I guess, to keep going back there. And I also got a three year visa to return and work as a performing artist there. So I'm really making the most of it and just trying to focus on the market there. I'll obviously still do some touring back here in Australia in between. Um, that'll come sort of later down the track this year, which is exciting. Um, but yes, it is very expensive and it is ambitious. To, to be doing this, but um, I really feel like there's so many opportunities there that are opening up um, given the time I've, I've sort of put into the market at the moment. But I'm, I'm currently back in Adelaide at the moment, so I'm sort of in between going back and forth a little bit for the time being and um, when I'm back here I'm writing and I'm recording and I'm working towards the next thing um, and also working in my other jobs that I do. So um, to, to be able to afford to do it, really. <laughs> Are you playing in Australia or touring in Australia at, in the near future? Yeah, so I'm planning to tour a little later in 2023 in Australia, um, hopefully sort of hitting the East Coast and doing a few shows there and obviously back in Adelaide. Um, And seeing what sort of comes out of releasing new music as well, hoping, you know, there might be some more bookings in the future. But definitely something on the cards this year. Have you played at an LGBT festival in the US or here? I actually played a festival last year in Adelaide called Queer Club. Um, and they put on an amazing festival in Adelaide um, and curated a lineup of LGBTQI plus artists and I was lucky enough to be booked for that festival and it was it was a really good time they had a drag queen in between the the live sets um doing performances um they had a glitter bar you know and it was just a really great celebration and a chance for the queer community to come out and be around their people and so I had an absolute blast doing that and um hoping to do more queer festivals in the future um, as it's just really nice to be in the community. You did say before that you really love live performance versus I assume studio work and that you get a lot out of um, live performance. It would have been very difficult for you to go through COVID and not being able to perform. I don't know, did you do some online concerts like a lot of musicians did at that time yeah it was definitely really tough not being able to play uh for a while because it, it does bring me a lot of happiness um and joy and you know being able to showcase all the work that you get to do it behind the scenes in a live performance is is obviously the tip of the iceberg so that was definitely difficult um in a sense, I did a bit of uh, TikToking and um, live streaming during that time. Um, but obviously it just doesn't quite, you know, at, it's just not as quite as um, amazing and, and as personal, I guess, as it is to actually perform in front of a crowd. And we were fortunate here in Adelaide to have little bursts in between, um, you know, the lockdowns where we there were, you know, we had the capacity to sort of play shows, obviously not to the same 
sort of capacity venue wise as we could have, but you know, it was more sitting down shows, which was also really nice because, um, you know, people are really attentive that way. And I think they weren't taking it for granted because it was a chance to still go see live music. Um, so yeah, I think that kept me going a little bit and just, I think writing and recording, like obviously still was the only thing I could possibly do at that time. So being able to still do that was at least working towards something. And, you know, we all were holding on to hope for when we could go back to normal. And thankfully it's starting to really go back to as it was, which um, I think is what we all needed. How you came to being a musician, you started at the age of 16, self-taught. Yeah. Um, so I grew up in Port Pirie, which is about two and a half hours north of South Australia, and I was a swimmer, um, and that was sort of my passion at the time. That's what I thought I was going to do. I was, I was really into sport. And then when I didn't want to do that anymore, I felt a little lost, so I learned my brother's old guitar and I started learning my favourite songs on there and slowly had a gradual progression into into falling in love with music and you know music was always a part of my life in a capacity because I listened to it a lot but um, being able to perform and and finally find my feet as an artist myself um, you know through the the last few years of schooling and then in, at university I did a media arts degree where I did like music media bit of sound engineering um, live performing all that sort of stuff And then, yeah, as I did that, I was meeting other people that was sort of trying to achieve the same thing and writing their own music as well and, you know, gradually sort of, I guess, took it on as a professional career um, in a sense. So, yeah, that was sort of my journey in a in a very quick, condensed nutshell. I think I used to write lyrics first when I first started because I didn't know how to play an instrument very well. Um, so it was almost like I was writing poems and then I would put it to music after that. But nowadays it's kind of they both come at the same time or it might be like sometimes I do a lot of co-writing sessions. So, you know, my guitarist might put down a guitar line I really love and I can sort of hear a melody and I guess the rhythm of the melody and then the words come through that, if that makes sense, and I create concepts of what I want the song to be about. So it really depends on um, what day it is, really. But I think I love writing lyrics that mean something to me or to someone else close to me or, you know. So I think the lyric thing has never really been an issue. I think just sometimes finding that right rhythm or hook To, to really like glue the whole thing together um, has been my challenge. Are you a solo performer or are you now touring in the US with a couple of other musicians? Yeah, so I was, I am so, solo. So Maine is my, is my project, but I do have a guitarist and drummer that travel with me to, to perform with me live and they've been with me since I sort of begun. So we're like a little family in a way and, um, It's, I feel like it's kind of essential to have them there because we just bounce off each other really well, especially live. And um, they're also two of my best friends. So 
to have that sort of support, especially when you're in a whole other country with not many people you know around you. Um, it can be really nice to have, you know, those people close to you. And so, yes, I, I play I play with a drummer and a guitarist as well when I perform live overseas. And you you only um, play the guitar? That's your that's the only instrument you play? Um, I wish I could play every single instrument, but unfortunately not. I, I do play guitar mainly, but I can also play piano and I write a lot on piano um, as well, but I don't generally play piano live. Um, it's mainly just guitar if I do play anything at all. What does your stage name, Maine, actually represent for you? Why did you choose that name? When I was first starting out in music, I was releasing just under my, my full name um, and I wanted to sort of keep my personal life and my music life a little bit separate. So I created um, the moniker Maine Um And I guess it kind of stems from like the inspiration of the name is obviously my hair. <laughs> I've got a mane. And so it just felt kind of fitting um, to use that. And it felt like, you know, something short and easy for people to sort of latch on to as well if we're talking from a, I guess, a, a publicity angle. <laughs> What is it you would do if you wouldn't be a musician? Yeah, I think if I wasn't a musician, like sometimes that's really hard to think about what what I would do, what else am I passion, this passionate about that I could do um, if, you know, I stripped music away from me. And I think um, my passion outside of that really lies in just connecting and being able to help people um I think working in disability the disability sector as a support worker um is something that I'm really interested in doing and I do part-time at the moment um when I can so I think something where I can help someone else um I I feel would be what I would do um but of course music right now is is where I'm at and I'm hoping to make a long-lasting career of it. Um, I wonder if people always told you you had a beautiful voice and you should um, take up singing and songwriting. I didn't really sing really until I was 16. Um, no one really, it kind of came out of nowhere. Like my parents were like, huh, when I started singing like, I didn't know you could do that. Um, but then, of course, once I did start start singing more and, and performing more, you know, the, the, they a lot of people did compliment me on, on the tones that I was creating with my voice, which has always been really lovely to hear. Um, but, yeah, I think not having any sort of musical background in my family has almost paid off in a way to as to – the tones I'm creating because I'm not necessarily, uh, I, I guess I'm not necessarily like a trained vocalist. I just sort of sang the way I sang and that's how it come out and that's sort of the tone I created. So, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I definitely had like really lovely compliments when I first started, which was really encouraging um, and definitely, you know, boosted the I guess my self-confidence to, to continue to pursue it. So definitely as soon as I, people started to hear me, because before that I, I just didn't really do it. <laughs> I didn't really sing in front of people or anything. So, yeah. Your new single that's coming out on the 3rd of March, Breathing Again, how can people 
download and um, the song and find it? Yeah, so you can download Breathing Again on all the streaming platforms. So, you know, there's Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, uh, Amazon Music, all, all of all of the platforms it'll be available on. And how can people follow you on social media? Do you have a website? Yeah, so you can find my website at mainmusicaus.com. And that sort of links you to all my social media platforms um, if you're struggling to find my usernames. But it is M-A-N-E dot music on Instagram and um, main music, no dot on TikTok. And Facebook is just main. Thank you so much for joining me today in Queer Conversation and to let us know about your new song. And I encourage our viewers to check it out go on Maine's website social media and support a queer artist thanks for listening if you enjoyed this episode and you like to help support the podcast please share it with others post about it on social media or leave a rating and review To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook using the tag at Lottle Media or head to our website, lottle.com. Thanks again and we'll see you next time. Yeah.